to the College Student Success Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping college students with mental health issues set and achieve goals for themselves to get them where they want to be. I am your host, Derek Malinzak, and this is the beginning of Season 3 and Episode 46 of the podcast. Welcome the fuck back, everybody. It is awesome, awesome, awesome to be back here with you podcasting again. This here in the fall 2016 semester of the College Student Success Podcast. I am really excited to welcome you all back for another semester. I am uh, thinking I have a few more followers and listeners than I did at the end of the spring, given some of the uh, activity I've seen on the uh, Facebook page and uh, just subscribers, and it's awesome. Uh, thank you all. Um, the ones that have reached out and everybody in between. It's been uh, it's been an interesting summer. I'll tell you a lot about that. Um, the t- title of today's episode is it's called Episode Forty Six. What do you want to achieve this semester? And if you've been a listener of the podcast in the past, uh, this typically is the ep- the first episode of the semester is when we set our goal. Uh, so we're going to kind of uh, review a few things from. Um, last or previous episodes, uh, I'm going to review my uh, five factors in, uh, in college setting and goal achievement from last semester and uh, kind of talk about a spin on one. I've sort of modified one. Tell you a little bit about my summer uh, and uh, yeah, kind of get into it. Uh, this uh, is, I've been working on uh, planning out the season for uh, a few months now and uh, I am really excited about the content we have for this upcoming semester. So just as a recap, what is the College Student Success Podcast all about? If this is your first episode and you are a new listener, first off, welcome. Uh, This is a place for people with mental health issues, uh, you know, people that struggle with things like depression, anxiety, uh, bipolar, PTSD, eating disorders, substance abuse, whatnot. Uh, a lot of times those disorders uh, really impact people's ability to follow through on goals. And, and that's really what I noticed in my years working first in sort of community mental health programs, uh, mostly focusing on adults. And then my career sort of took a turn and I really started focusing on college students with mental health issues and really started learning a lot. And it's led me sort of to, to produce this podcast because it's an area that I feel so passionately about. Um, I feel like sometimes college students that are in school, the focus is so much about getting through college, right? You know, for some, it's it's a high bar, right? I got to ace this class or what, you know, get an A in every program, whatever it might be, um, really overachiever status type shit. And then, um, you know, lower, lower goals, not necessarily any more diminished, but um, you could kind of scale it down, right? I, I just need to get this degree. And if I just get all C's, that's fine. Um, other people break the goal down much smaller. And it's like, I just need to get through this first assignment. And that's fine too, you know? So a lot of times though, we get so caught up in the goal being like college that people forget that they have other goals and other interests and passion outside of their um, academic lives. So that's sort of where this podcast came from. I really wanted to try and help people, empower them to set a goal beginning of the semester. Here we are. We're all going to set a goal together today or over the next week. Even me. Tell you my goal at the end. And over the next 15 weeks, we're going to do one podcast a week over the next 15 weeks. 
probably will come out Tuesday and or Wednesday of each week. And my goal is to have it out by Wednesday, but uh, I try and do them on Tuesdays if possible. And uh, each week, we're going to kind of talk about a topic that in some way might relate to your goal. Uh, some will relate better than others, right? And some of the topics, some of the areas that I've covered have been related to um, productivity strategies, things that I've learned you know, when I was teaching cognitive remediation to college students with psych disorders. Um, some of it is uh, relapse prevention stuff or symptom management stuff. And some of it's just, uh, you know, straight college talk for y'all. Uh, so we'll be back this semester with all kind of new topics or, you know, kind of new spins on topics that I've talked about. I'm also super excited to have a number of guests lined up that I'll be interviewing. So I was checking this morning. I think I have five or six already committed uh, and I've already gotten one done, so that'll be next week's episode, and I'll introduce him uh, towards the end as well. Um, but I'm really just uh, overall really primed to be back for the semester. Oh, let me just finish. So we, we set a goal, and we work through it over the course of the semester. Um, I will give you little home exercises to do that hopefully will relate to your goal. And hopefully in three months when we uh, wrap up for the semester and we take a little break before we come back in the spring, uh, you'll have achieved something. And it hopefully, you know, you could certainly set your goal about school if that's what you want to do. But I really created this podcast with the idea of people trying to get things done beyond just school. You know, what else do you want to get done? You know, are you struggling to manage your mental illness? You know, is that something you'd like to get better under control? Uh, maybe you're struggling with some kind of addiction. You know, maybe you want to quit smoking fucking cigarettes. You know, I don't know. I did that once. It was really hard and I depended on the support of people around me. So I thought that, you know, if I gave this podcast, you know, if I, if I gave the practical information that the support would be there to be like, listen, I'm going to be in your ear every Tuesday. You download, set me on subscribe and I'll just pop up right there in your uh, podcatcher feed and listen to me and that will sort of remind you like yes i am working on this goal to you know meet five new friends this semester or whatever it is you know big or small i just want people out there setting goals that matter to them goals that they might not otherwise be able to achieve without just a little push a little reminder every once in a while and maybe a tool or trick or strategy to kind of help them get there so that's what this podcast is all about. And if that is what you're looking for, I am really happy you're here. Stay tuned and uh, let's get going. Um, so what did I do this summer? <laughs> How I spent my summer vacation. Um, so for those of you that are new, just sort of as we left off last semester, I had set a goal myself of creating an online course. And I... Uh, while I did not get it achieved at the end of May when the last episode aired, I did get it achieved. I did a, a blog post update when I did. Uh, it happened at the beginning of June. Uh, it went live. And uh, so the course is uh, it's called How to Ace Your Online Class, or it's called Ace Your Online Class. Um, and it is an uh, online course for people that are brand new to online learning. And I really spent pretty much the first half of 2016 working on that um, fairly diligently. And then I launched it. And uh, so it is available. I had it on Udemy, uh, udemy.com over the summer and uh, recently moved it over to a new platform called Thinkific. And uh, the link to that course will be in the show notes for today. 
so there will also be a coupon. So any po- uh, podcast listeners can benefit from a coupon, and I will post that in the show notes as well. Uh, so I was able to achieve that goal, and it felt great. Uh, so that happened, and that was a really great start to my summer. And then I had uh, a number of really shitty things happen, actually. Um, right before July 4th weekend, I found out my brother-in-law passed away um, completely unexpected. He was 41 years old, and so that um, that just really put a lot in perspective for me. Uh, and, you know, it's been uh, a rough going for our family dealing with that loss. Um, and we're starting to, you know, pick up the pieces, but it just goes to show you how great life can be and how quickly things can change just on the turn of a dime. Um, things haven't been the same since. But, uh, you know, we persevere, right? Uh, and then a week later, my grandfather passed away. And that was, um, I guess, a little less surprising in that he was he had lived a long life and he had been sick, but still, the timing kind of sucked. And so uh, we, you know, both my wife and I had to attend to, you know, some real um, difficult family obligations in the beginning of the summer. And it, uh, it just uh, threw a real monkey wrench into a lot of things. And, you know, I did not work very much on, on promoting the course over the summer. And I spent a lot of time with my wife. And um, so that was a tough thing to happen. Uh, and then... Uh, Things started to get better. Uh, I saw some really great music this summer. I uh, went to a festival called Peach Festival uh, in Scranton, and uh, that was really great. And then uh, my summer sort of culminated in a 10-day trip up to Rangeley Lake, Maine, uh, the great state of Maine. And uh, wow, Maine is a great state. And uh, I spent 10 days on a lake in, living in a cabin with my wife and my son and my dog and I spent a lot of time laying in my hammock and it was fucking awesome <laughs> uh, it was super relaxing and uh, I will forever hold that trip in high regard it was just uh, just so much good stuff happened and uh, it really was the relaxation that I needed to, to kind of come back this semester with the energy that I'm going to have to uh, Basically to fucking kill it in every aspect of life. <laughs> That's the goal. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, an up and down summer, to say the least. But um, I certainly learned a lot. Uh, learned a lot about myself and about life. Uh, and that's really what it's all about, right? Uh, learning a lot about business with, uh, with my online course. A lot of hard lessons as I, I try and get it off the ground. Um, and I'm sure I'll share those as well. But, um yeah, so that's sort of uh, how I spent my summer vacation. And if you guys want to share, you know, what happened to you guys, uh, I would love to hear it as well. Uh, so let's, uh, with that, let's take a turn. Uh, the outline or the format of the show is basically going to remain similar. So I'll do an intro. I'll do a little quick tip, um, and I'm going to do that in a second. Uh, then we'll normally do our topic of the day from uh, Reddit. I do something. I look for different trends and, and questions and topics uh, off of the subreddit, the college subreddit on Reddit. And uh, I found a lot of good information there. And uh, I didn't actually do much looking at it over the summer. I really did kind of take a break uh, from this podcast. But uh, I'm going to be active again. I'm going to start posting. I was looking at it this morning. Um 
I actually don't have a topic from for today from Reddit, um, but it will be that's that um, that piece of the show will be returning uh, probably next week. So stay tuned, um, and then we will talk about today's topic, and then I will talk about a home exercise, and we will end with some housekeeping. So. Um, quick tip for today. So I've been running into a lot of people struggling with citations and referencing. Oh, I taught a class over the summer and um, this was the big thing is learning how to write a research paper in that class. And so I did a lot of um, instruction and gave feedback on you know, how to make proper references and how to cite and do in-text citations and uh, people still don't get it. So uh, I found a really awesome Chrome extension called Cite This For Me. Site is C-I-T-E, so Cite This For Me. Uh, it's actually a website, so you could use it uh, if you're working on your desktop. You could just input something and it will kind of spit out the citation for you. But even more awesome is the Chrome extension that you just have right built into your browser. Um, really super helpful, very uh, time-saving and uh, timely, and it's it available in all of the major different uh, ways that people cite MLS, APA, which is what we use, uh, Chicago style, etc. So link for that extension is in the show notes for today. Um, so let's jump into today's topic. So I'm going to revisit something that I spent a good amount of time talking about last semester. Uh, last semester, I introduced, uh, I think I called it like Derek's five factors um, to to success. Um, it didn't really relate specifically to college students. It's just uh, five things that really I spent a lot of time thinking about and uh, kind of packaged. I just tried to package them together as a way to think about your goals, think about what you want in life and, and what might be a good direction to take when you don't have one. And so the five factors were passion, value, leverage, accountability, and sustainability. And so they probably are pretty self-explanatory, but I'll, I'll run through them real quick. So passion, you know, is the, probably the most self-explanatory and the one I'm going to spend the most amount of time talking about today. Um, this idea that you want to look for something that you really enjoy doing when you are, you know, trying to find your way or trying to set a goal that matters to you. Um, I want it to be something you're passionate about. You know, don't set a goal about something that you really don't like doing, or it's going to be hard to do. Um, that being said, that sometimes is what you need, and it relates to accountability, which I'll talk to talk about in a second. Um, value just means, you know, exactly what it says. You know, is the goal what is it giving you, you know, and how much is that worth, right? So if you had some kind of um, fitness goal, right, I want to, like I said, quit smoking or lose 20 pounds or start running, um, those are very valuable for many reasons, right? Because you're not only going to get the effect that you're looking for, right, the physical, oh, I lost 20 pounds, great, Pat on the back, awesome job. But you're going to experience a rush of other side benefits as well, right? You will probably feel better mentally when you're exercising. Uh, you will probably gain self-esteem. You'll look good, right? And when you look good and you feel good, you're going to probably be more confident. So you get all these extra benefits, right? So there's an extreme value there versus if you were getting something for if you were achieve, trying to you know set a goal and achieve it for like one single purpose right 
I want to get through this one paper that I have to write this semester. And it's like, all right, that might be it. And if that's your goal, I don't want to discourage you if you got a motherfucking badass paper to write. Um, but, and the value might be there in terms of like, this is my grade, right? And I put a lot of money into it. But if it's something that you could then, you know, turn into something else, leverage, number three, um, they sort of go together, right? Leverage is simply using something to your advantage, right? So if I wrote that badass motherfucking paper and it really was central to the the program I was in and then, you know, for my dissertation later on, I took that original idea and I turned it into a major dissertation project. Like that would bring even more value and that would be an awesome way to leverage a project, you know, something that you had to spend time on anyway, into something else that you were going to need to do. And now you've actually helped yourself and sort of it's this idea of doing something once and making it count twice. That's not simply taking a paper that you wrote and resubmitting it for another class. That's going to get you in trouble. So that's not what I'm talking about here. Um, So leverage, you know, leveraging is this idea that if I do a training in an agency um, that is looking to, you know, get improvements in psychiatric rehabilitation services, you know, that's my, that's my bag, baby. Um, I might be able to leverage that into something else. And, and that could be in any number of ways. Maybe I do such a kick-ass job that that person tells another person and they're like, oh, I'm going to hire them now. That'd be cool. Or maybe that training is so awesome that I meet somebody in there and they're like, oh, I want to hire you. Or can you do this? You know, and it just leads to more opportunity. So leverage leads to opportunity. Accountability, you know, how do you set yourself up to get the shit done that you say you're going to do? Some people are extremely self-disciplined, right? And hold themselves to a high degree and are very accountable. And that's enough for them, right? The rest of us, maybe not so much. Uh, And we need to use other forms of accountability. So we might need to write something down on a piece of paper and put it in front of us where we work in our workstation and look at it every single day. And that will help with accountability, right? You can't ignore it in a sense. Um, That's a little thing. You know, it could be much bigger, right? When I quit smoking cigarettes, I... I had the first time I did it, I had two people, two close friends I did it with, and we were sort of accountability partners. And when we set that goal, it was way easier to achieve that goal because it was hard for me to let my friends down, way more difficult than it was to let myself down. You know, it was easy to give up on myself, but when I knew that, oh, you know, I don't want that other person, I don't want to give up on them, you know, because what if when I give up on them, they give up on themselves? So that's what pushed you through, right? So that's another example of accountability. You know, a calendar relates to accountability. And then sustainability. You know, how easy is this going to be to carry on, right? I learned something in doing uh, promotion for my online course that, you know, blog writing blog posts is like hard <laughs> and time-consuming and not something I like to spend a lot of time on. And it made me appreciate the fact that the the medium that I did choose, podcasting, is really a much more natural fit for me. You know, I probably would spend the same amount of time doing a quality podcast as a a quality blog post, but I just enjoy it. It's for me and my workflow and my lifestyle, it's much more sustainable 
for me to be able to do, be doing this. And I recognized that I was like, oh, I can't be doing these blog posts. And I, I switched over to YouTube videos and it was just much more sustainable. Like I could just, it was easier for me to, to make it and get it done and get it out. Um, so sustainability relates to, you know, the ability to repeat it and do something efficiently. So those five factors were something I sort of featured in our uh, spring semester, the, the last semester we, uh, we got together. And I've done a lot of thinking, and I'm starting to have some second thoughts about one of them. <laughs> um, I'm a bit of a contrarian, I think. And so when everybody believes something, I start to get a little worried. And I, I, often, I often look for reasons why this now should not be believed anymore. And so the first thing I talked about, passion, that is an area that has gotten a lot of uh, attention in the internet. Uh, entrepreneurs talk about it a lot. Um, it's just everywhere, you know, college professors, um, academics, I mean, uh, academic advisors, uh, career counselors, follow your passion. And I, I, I'm guilty of this, right? This, this podcast folds right in the sphere, and, and that was a, a mantra of mine I, I used a lot last semester. And I probably still will from time to time, but it's it's got it's become so cliche in a sense that it's almost got me thinking like, hmm, maybe it's a little overboard, this little like, follow your passion. And I know I talked about, I, I gave a quote from Mark Manson uh, last time, and his thoughts on passion were really good. Um, can you give sort of the the opposite view today uh, and then sort of talk about the tweak that I'm going to be making to my, my first factor there? So there's a guy named Cal Newport, and he is, a, uh, I believe, a professor at Georgetown. Um, and he is one of the um, more vocal anti-passion people. I don't know if even that's the right word. Um but I was uh, reading and well, actually, I guess, watching a lot of Cal recently, uh, watching some of his videos on YouTube. And his essential argument, and I, I have a hard time disagreeing with this as much in passion, as much in favor of uh, following your passion as I am. He says that follow your passion is bad advice because it assumes it assumes a few things, right? It assumes one that you already have some pre-clarified passion that you know about within you, right? Um, so if it's like follow your passion, it assumes like, oh, okay, so that thing that I've always been passionate about, let me just go do that now. And for a lot of us, it's like, well, I don't actually know what that thing is. And that's really probably pretty scary for somebody that hears follow your passion, follow your passion, follow your passion everywhere they go online. Uh, on radio, YouTube, etc. Uh, especially with somebody that might be struggling with like self-esteem issues or anxiety issues or depression, to be told when you don't really know where you're headed, like you just need to follow your passion, dude. Um, it's gotta be a little bit hard to stomach in some cases. And I know I, I sort of hinted at this in the uh, previous semester, you know, because I tried to give um, practical ways to kind of for you to figure out what your passion is if you didn't know. Um, but that's one problem with the whole follow your passion argument. The other struggle that, that Newport talks about 
is this idea that matching what you like to do, matching that passion, let's say in a perfect world, you, you knew what your passion was and you all of a sudden found the potential job out there that fit with that passion, right? Perfectly, like a fucking glove. And so now you, you, you know, you, according to the follow your passion, people would be having the, the charmed life we all seek to, uh, seek to find. But it doesn't always lead to long-term satisfaction. And there, there are numerous examples out there of people that found that perfect dream job, thought they would love doing this thing for the rest of their lives, and realized, you know what? I don't like doing this as a job. You know, <clears throat> the person that bakes as a habit, I mean, as a hobby, and that's their passion, baking. And all of a sudden they got a job baking in a bakery at the best bakery in town. And they might, you know, people on the outside might look at that person and be like, look at them, you know, the baker got their dream baking job. And it might seem great at first until you realize it's like, oh, that thing I love to do now, it's a chore. And now it makes me really not really want to love it anymore. And now I'm stuck. Ugh. So when you think about that, and I've included a link to one of Newport's, Cal Newport's uh, YouTube videos in today's show notes, it really got me thinking. And I'm like, man, I, I don't know if I can, in good conscience, encourage people you know, that's what I'm doing as a podcaster to go out there and follow their passion recklessly um, when I have now considered those two factors. So I am going to be tweaking that a little bit. Um, and I got the idea on how to tweak it from a book I read, or should I say listened to this summer. It was, it was the best book I listened to. It's called Big Magic. And Big Magic was a book that I, somebody, a podcaster that I listened to, it's actually a um, financial podcast of all places was the place I had learned about this book and that podcaster had read a quote that I was just like that's an interesting quote about um, curiosity and it led me to end up uh, buying the book and I listened to it it was a really really good read um, it's big magic is written by Elizabeth Gilbert who is who wrote the book eat pray love um, so she's pretty popular pretty famous not the type of author I would normally read um, but her book really helped me reconcile why I still am in favor of passion, but I really have to put this twist on it now. Um, so I'm going to read a quote. I don't have a quote from the book, but she has a um, she has her own blog, and I pulled a quote from there that I will also link to in today's show notes. So it's a quote from Elizabeth Gilbert's blog. I am a big advocate for the pursuit of curiosity. You've maybe heard me talk about this before. Uh, we are constantly being told to pursue our passions in life, but there are times when, a, when passion is a tall order and really hard to reach. In seasons of confusion, of loss, of boredom, boredom, of insecurity, of distraction, the idea of passion can feel completely inaccessible and impossible. In such times, you're lucky to be able to get your laundry done. That sometimes feels as high as you can aim. And when someone tells you to follow your passion, you want to give them the middle finger. <laughs> Go ahead and do it, by the way, but wait until their back is turned, out of civility. But curiosity, I have found, is always within reach. Passion is a tower of flame, 
but curiosity is a tiny tap on the shoulder, a little whisper in the ear that says, hey, that's kind of interesting. Passion is rare. Curiosity is, is every day. Curiosity is therefore a lot easier to reach for at times than full-on passion. The stakes are lower, easier to manage. The trick is just to follow your small amounts of curiosity. It doesn't take a massive effort. Just turn your head an inch. Pause for an instant. Respond to what has caught your attention. Look into it a bit. Is there something there for you? A piece of information? For me, a lifetime devoted to creativity is nothing but a scavenger hunt, where each successive clue is another tiny little hit of curiosity. Pick each one up, unfold it, see where it leads you next. Small steps. Keep doing that, and I promise you, the curiosity will eventually lead you to passion. Hmm. Interesting words from Ms. Gilbert, uh, and... Really, I think for me, the way I'm going to approach passion from now on in people that might not know what the fuck it is in them and might really react negatively because that's all they hear. And I'm here to tell you, like, you know what? It might be hard to find your passion. I get it, especially if you're depressed, especially if you have, you know, mood problems or anxiety problems. I get it. So what do you think about this idea of curiosity, right? This is sort of how I've, I've kind of led my life and, and I didn't really even notice it. Um, this is how I, I figure out what book I'm going to read next. <laughs> um, you know, I was listening to that podcast about finances and he mentioned this book and read this quote and it was just curious enough to be like, hmm. Let me look into that a little bit more. And I did. And basically all that was was going on Amazon and reading like a review of the book. And that made me go, hmm, I'm a little more curious now. I think I'll buy it. So I bought it and then I read it. I was curious enough to read it. And now it's led me to talk about it on this podcast. And somebody out there right now might be thinking, you know what? That's kind of curious that he's talking about curiosity like that. Maybe I'll look into some this thing a little bit more. And that's really what I'm trying to do. Um, so if you are stuck, if you are someone that, when somebody tells you to follow your passion, you're like, yeah, easier said than done, dude. I'm going to encourage you to look for curiosity. What are you curious about? What's something that makes you kind of like she said, turn your head an inch and go, hmm. I wonder how that relates to me. That's what curiosity is. So moving forward, Derek's uh, five factors will, will still be the same, um, but passion is going to be replaced by passion for curiosity. You know, this idea that I always want to know a little bit more. And if you keep looking for that next thing that you're curious about and, and satisfying it, you know, scratching that itch, from what she says, and, and I agree, like the passion will follow because a lot of those curiosities will sort of end in dead ends. Be like, oh, okay, that itch scratched, <laughs> move on now. Uh, and then some of them will lead to more curiosity and some of them even more. And then some doors will close and then a couple will remain open. And the ones that remain open the longest for you to continue to pursue those curiosities will probably be end up being, you know, the areas where you feel 
passion. So I hope that that is a little bit, um, I hope it's clear and I hope it, it helps people that I may have, I don't want to say steered astray, but um, for those of you that are out there that are kind of hear, tired of hearing that you need to follow your passion, think more about curiosity. So with that, uh, let's talk about our home exercise for today, uh, for this week. So every week for the next 14 weeks after today, I'm going to give you a home exercise. It's obviously optional. Uh, I know you got a lot of homework, homework already. That's why it's called a home exercise. It's just an exercise, something to work on. Uh, so every first podcast back is pretty much the same home exercise. You got to set a goal. All right. So I need you to write down your goal for this semester. It should be time frame wise, something that you can achieve in the next two to three months, right? Something that by the end of the semester, you know, beginning of December, it will be something that have you'll have uh, realistically been able to achieve, right? Don't set yourself up for failure. <laughs> Don't set a goal that's going to take you six months and you know peter out after three if you have a six-month goal and you really need to achieve it you know don't let me stop you um but take that six-month goal and see if you can chunk it out break it down into like two pieces maybe and maybe that first piece be the kind of the goal you're going to have the focus on when you listen to this podcast for the next uh couple months so write it down that's the next thing um that's an accountability thing you know that is like taking ownership of it when it's just dancing around in your head it's like yeah it's something i'd like to do but you really haven't told anybody and you haven't written it down anywhere you haven't written about it it's really not a goal yet (laughs) i feel like it really becomes a goal when two things happen you write it down or you put it somewhere you store it somewhere where you could see it and you tell somebody else about it it's like i'm gonna do this then it kind of feels like oh now i really have to do it because i said it so Write it down. It could be big or small. It just has to be something you really, really want. You know, and again, it can be related to school. But I, like I said, when I conceived of this podcast, I was thinking about those goals that you don't have time for because school is consuming all of your life. You are capable of more. You can do more than one thing at a time. Um, if you, if this goal is taking away from your school activities, then yeah, you need to reprioritize. But if you are just um, feeling like, oh, there's no way I can achieve more than just getting through school, I'm here to tell you I believe otherwise. You know, I'm optimistic that with good planning, organization, and a lot of passion for, for the, what you want to do, you'll find the time to get this done. You'll find a way to work it into your really busy life. You know, I have. Um, I got a pretty busy life. I set that goal last semester and again I didn't hit it right I was about a month late but eventually I got there uh, and you know the fact that it took an extra month now looking back now three months later did it really matter no it didn't really matter um, and that's really the last thing I want to leave you on is like you know you're setting a, a benchmark but if you don't hit it um, don't freaking beat yourself up, um, especially if you made a lot of progress and it's just gonna, you're just going to need a little more time. Also, feel free to quit something if you decide three or four weeks in. It's like, nah, I think I'd rather do something else. Um, I did an episode, like the quitters episode. I forgot what number it is, but go back and listen to that if you're uh, having some um, 
ambiguity, if you're sort of um, unsure about whether you'd like to quit something and you, you have this feeling of like, oh, I can't quit something because then I'm a quitter and quitters are terrible people. You're not a terrible person. So, um, all right. So get that goal thought up, written down, talk about it with somebody, share it on the Facebook page, um, you know, email it to me. I'd love to hear it. I want to know what, what our listeners are working on this semester. That will definitely help me with, uh, you know, creating content. Um, my goal for this semester is is actually school related, um, but that's because I haven't been in school. So I'm, I'm a full-time instructor uh, for Rutgers University, for those that don't know, and I have my master's degree. And I, am, uh, I signed up for a PhD course for this fall and uh, just started today. So it's an online class, and uh, I had taken an online course I'm sorry, no. I took a PhD course. It was not online. About three years ago, it was my first foray foray into uh, grad school again, um, and it did not go well. I actually had uh, probably the worst bout of anxiety that I've ever had uh, that semester, and it made me think ah, I'm not going to be doing this. But you know, things change, and uh, I'm going to give it another shot. And I really want it to work this time. So my goal that I'm setting for myself is to um, do well in my course. You know, for me, I'd like to get at least a B. Uh, and really, more so than that, I want it to be. I want the course to be something that it, that I find manageable and sustainable, so that I'll feel good about continuing in the program and signing up for future courses. So that's really what I want to get out of it. And uh, I've certainly uh, written it down. I've certainly talked to other people about it. So I encourage you guys to do the same with your goals over the next week. So with that, uh, just a few housekeeping issues or uh, things, announcements. Uh, you can always email me. Uh, my email address is collegestudentsuccesspodcast at gmail.com. And we also have a Facebook page. Uh, so if you guys are on Facebook and want to give it a like, that'd be great. Uh, that is That can be found, the address is in the show notes, but is also at facebook.com backslash college student success podcast. I believe it, that's it. I don't think it's .com at the end, although I have that written. Um, so I'll have to check on that. And um, please, if you could, uh, subscribe to the site. Um, subscribe to the podcast. I am now available as of today in the Google Play Store. Yay. Um, so we're available in iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play now. And if you could be so kind as to leave a review, that would be oh so amazing. I uh, did want to give a shout out to everybody that did leave me reviews uh, for the spring contest. Um, we ended up getting, I believe, seven reviews at this point we have. And so the contest, well, it wasn't a contest, sort of a, a promotion. Um, I donated $10 for every review that was uh, sent in to one of two foundations. I split it evenly between the Jed Foundation and Active Minds. And so each, uh, each organization we donated $35 to uh, back in May. So um, props to you guys for getting those reviews out uh, that allowed you know, those organizations that are doing the mission that uh, we are sort of invested in, right? College student mental health issues, uh, really helping to further their mission. So props to you guys for getting those reviews in, but we could certainly use more. I haven't gotten any over the summer, so help me break that spell. <laughs> 
Um, I think that is it for today. Oh, one more thing. Just wanted to mention next week, uh, we do have our first interview of the semester. Uh, his name is Brian Rodden, and he is uh, from a website, TakeYourSuccess.com. And so I'll be interviewing Mr. Rodden about things, uh, you know, the stuff we like to talk about here, um, goal setting, goal achievement, um, different kind of productivity hacks. He's an author. So I, I got him talking about, you know, what is it like to write a book? Um, because that's something I've never done, and I, I think it was just like a huge undertaking. And after talking to him, I realized it's not very much unlike um, making an online course. <laughs> so uh, great interview. Really excited to get that out to you guys next week. So uh, with that, this has been the College Student Success Podcast. First episode back. Super, super fucking psyched to be back. Uh, please tell your friends and, uh, you know, stay tuned get that, uh, get that home exercise done. Read your syllabi this week. You know, don't fall behind. Um, it starts out small. It starts out slow, right? And everyone's like, oh, it's no bad. I can, uh, take a break break or I can, uh, you know, blow off the assignment. No, I'm just here to tell you, get her done. Use your calendars. Stay organized. I'll see you next week. Peace.